0: Everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host Doug Coleman and I'm here today with the other co-host, Brendan McCullough, and we have special guests today, the band The Fall of Troy. Uh we have members Thomas Eric and Andrew Forsman joining us now, and we'll be later joined by Tim Ward. Uh how are you guys doing?
1: I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Good.
2: Grand. <laughs>
0: Oh, I'm doing great. I'm glad to have you guys on the show. Um, well, let's talk about your background in music a little bit, uh, Thomas. When was the first time you picked up a guitar?
1: Um, I think the first time I ever picked up a guitar, like a technical guitar, was uh, probably when I was like 11 or 12 years old. I
3: think. Oh wow!
1: But i I grew up playing. I grew up playing drums like my whole life, and then my dad was a bass player, so I like picked up a bass when I was about eight or nine <laughs> years old. Kinda of figured that out and then figured out how to play guitar.
0: Oh, okay. Wow. Um, so I guess one of my questions for you is, uh, was the first band that you started performing in uh the Thirty Years War? No. Uh, what would that band have been then?
1: The first like real band that I ever played in, uh that like played shows? Uh, sure. Uh I was in a band called uh the Tribune, like before the Thirty Years War, actually. That like kind of led to the 30 Years War.
0: Oh, cool. Uh, so how did you meet the members of that band?
1: Uh, our drummer lived next door to me, and uh, the other guy I met in gym class in middle school.
0: <laughs> oh, wow, that's awesome. And uh, how did you and Andrew meet?
4: Uh, we met in Drumline in high school. Oh, awesome. It's always good to know the Drumline pays off. I had a lot of buddies in high school in Drumline.
2: Yeah, Drumline was
4: great.
1: It taught us a lot about music and timing and I I don't think, I think like without uh, without us being in drumline and being in the drumline we were in, like our music would definitely be like drastically different. It, it definitely wouldn't be as technical and, and, and time-wise wouldn't be as crazy and all the yeah. odd time signatures and stuff like that. I, I don't think me and Andrew would be into that kind of thing as much we, at we, all. We might
2: have, just because I, I feel like we tend toward that anyway, but like our first year... Or, really, our only year together in Drumline, we had a song that was uh, was pretty quote unquote mathy. And then uh, <laughs> in, con- in Concert Band that year as well, we had another song that had a lot of time signature changes. It's called Aegean Overture, if anyone wants to look it up. <laughs>
0: oh, go. totally. Yeah. Um, well, seeing how technical you guys are as musicians, I just was curious uh, what were some of your major influences when you first started the band?
2: Um, I mean, like, the I know the Blood Brothers was a big one for both of us. The who? The, the Blood Brothers. Okay,
1: I don't know if you said
2: that weird. I uh, I did say it weird. I said, like, <laughs> the, brug- the, brugglers, the Brugglers. The Blood Brugglers? <laughs> yeah. The, the Blood
1: Brugglers?
2: <laughs> yeah. But I, I know that was a, I'm pretty sure Thomas would agree that was a, a big one. Definitely, the, like, uh, I mean,
1: I think the first thing me and Andrew really bonded over was, like, uh like, the whole early 2000s vagrant scene. Was yeah, like that's, that's, that's the kids and the anniversary true. and Hey Mercedes. And,
3: uh, hey, guys.
1: Fans like that.
0: Sorry, to interrupt, Tim's available early, so I'm going to connect him right now, okay? Oh, great. Oh, great.
3: Oh, yeah. man,
1: we get Tim, too?
3: Yeah, the whole family's here.
1: Oh, <laughs> wow. Well, this just took a left turn.
3: Uh, All <laughs> yeah, right, re- good luck with that, guys.
4: Hey, Tim. Hi, Tim. Hey. Hello. Get the whole yeah. band.
1: Anyways... So, so yeah, so me and Andrew kind of bonded over, uh, like, the Get Up Kids and the Anniversary and Hey Mercedes and stuff like that. But we also uh, were, like, kind of getting into some heavier music. I, w- I was into, like, heavier music and was, like, really trying to, like, push Andrew kind of in that direction because the drumming was really cool and all that stuff. And we were kind of doing that same kind of shit, you know?
0: Oh, yeah, without a doubt. um So... At what point did you guys officially get signed to a record label? And what was the first record label you were signed to? Uh,
2: we were, I think we were like 16 or 17, probably 17. And the the record label was like a local Seattle label. Or not really. No, it wasn't. They're based out of Louisiana. Uh, they're called uh, uh, Luho L-U-J j o okay. records and uh, luho uh, yeah. <laughs> nice okay, yeah.
4: So, yeah, sorry, Tim's throwing me off here uh yeah, so so yeah, that was the so sixteen or seventeen that god, I couldn't even imagine that
2: we we were definitely very young, and uh we were so really kind of... excited though yeah, we were, like,
4: really excited, but we, we had so been old.
1: playing shows like we'd been playing shows for a while,
2: hmm Yeah.
0: So at what point did you guys have like a defining moment in time where you thought to yourself like this is it and things are really going to start snowballing?
2: Yeah, I I I don't think any of us thought like, oh, this is it. I mean, because uh, it was like a pretty small label. And so for for me, like once we had some interest from Equal Vision, uh, that was when that was when I kind of like felt like, "Okay, maybe this is a real thing. Gotcha. I don't know about the other guys. Maybe.
4: What was your big like highlight of realizing like, hey, you guys are, you know, you could survive off this. You were making it.
2: Uh, honestly, I don't. I don't feel like that ever came. No. <laughs> I, still, I, still yeah. don't, I still don't. feel like that. Yeah, I don't either.
0: <laughs> well, it's crazy because you guys sell out venues and you have such a hardcore fan base. But uh, so, what would you say is one of your favorite venues to perform at?
1: Playing the Fillmore in San Francisco was, was pretty pivotal.
0: Yeah,
2: that was cool.
1: Uh, but like, as far as as far as, as far as like my favorite venue, I'd have to say the Metro in Chicago is probably my favorite.
2: That's that's good. Yeah, I mean Union Union Transfer in Philly, we played that for the first time last tour. That was a pretty incredible venue. Like the, the the Uni Church in Philly is pretty amazing. Too. That yeah, that, I mean that was like an from back in the day. Yeah, the Unitarian Church. Uh, FYI to you guys. Hmm.
1: Yes. Uh, I have, like, 11% battery, so I'm going to go as long as I can go.
0: Okay, that's fair. Um, Let's see if I have any uh, specific questions for you while we have you on the line. Yeah, um, that'd be cool. I, I want to talk to you guys uh, specifically about video games because we're a video game podcast. So, Thomas, what uh, what kind of games do you play lately? Are you console or PC? <laughs> do you play many games at all? Um,
1: To be honest, like, the only time I play video games at this point in my life is, like, I... Um I play a lot of video games with my girlfriend's 6-year-old son. So, oh nice. So we play like um we play like Plants vs Zombies a lot.
4: Oh nice. So it's always a classic. And 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 we play a lot a lot of Minecraft. Oh excellent. I'm amazed by how popular Minecraft is with like younger kids. Like it's phenomenal how big it is. Well, what's really weird now is how kids like they
1: don't they they like it's not even so much that they play Minecraft, as like, watch
4: YouTubers play Minecraft. There's actually, like, action figures of YouTubers' characters of Minecraft, like, of their little avatar figure in Minecraft. Like, they sell yeah. those as toys now. Like, it's yeah. astounding. Yeah. Yeah, my, my
3: son Ender is hella into that stuff, too. Like, all day, nice. all day, he'll sit and watch, like, you know, YouTube videos of guys playing Minecraft and talking about it and shit. It's
4: incredible, because, like, it's just video game Legos, right? Like I How long do you guys not play Minecraft? i I think I've played it for maybe an hour at most. I just didn't get it. Okay.
2: It's cool for kids
4: because like you can basically do anything
1: and you just build shit. It's like Legos but but like but moving and you know what I mean? It's like Legos were for us, kind of. But like Yeah. It's a little
4: more interactive, it's a little more uh like it's Legos. You don't have to worry about your dad stumbling around at night stepping on.
2: Yeah,
3: right. You don't um, gotta clean it
2: up. Yeah. It up. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, uh, I can. I I know a game Thomas used to love though. If you want to hear a game from back in the day.
0: Yes, please. Uh, Need for Speed
2: Underground. Thomas. Oh, was a- oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thomas was very Fucking into that. Righteous. I was very into that.
1: I was also very into like uh, like any rest like wrestling video games from like uh, like the the nineties.
4: Totally. Oh yeah, WWF, back when I was
1: around. Yeah, the Hitman's my dude. Oh yeah.
0: Uh, do you guys play many mobile games on your phone or tablets or anything while you're out on the road touring and shit?
2: I, I, was, uh, I was very, very into Alto's Adventure uh,
3: last tour.
0: How about you, Tim? Check that out.
3: What, mobile shit? No, I don't, I yeah.
0: don't know anything
3: about this mobile uh, <laughs> but I, I, <laughs> no worries. I will also
2: say I have. Uh, it's too hard to play on my phone, but I do have Chrono Trigger uh, oh, uh, oh, downloaded awesome. on my phone as well. Yeah.
0: So let's talk about your new album, OK, for a little bit. Uh, when did the idea spark amongst you guys to produce an entire album for free for your fans?
2: Um, I think probably like when we talked about getting back together, or like after we had some reunion shows. After we played those shows, I think we we sat down and talked about where we wanted to go from, from there. And, uh, and th- that, idea was floated like, Hey, what if we just like, whenever we did an album, we released it for free. And, uh, yeah, it just, it, it kind of felt like a good, uh, a good fit.
0: Yeah. Uh, What was it like after so many years of being on a hiatus, uh, returning to playing music? Uh, did you guys kind of pick up right where you left off, or was there some rust that had to be shaken off?
1: A lot of rust we had to brush off. I think yeah. that's why the album took so long.
2: Yeah, that's I would agree. Like, We did a Reddit an AMA the other day and I think Tim said like, No, it was it was really easy, like we just went right back into it. But uh maybe that was his experience. But that, we went we
1: went, went right back into like rocking out and playing stuff yeah. as far as writing a new album goes.
3: Like we kinda had to like figure uh, yeah, out maybe, where we wanted to go and what we wanted to do and Maybe maybe I misunderstood the question. I mean, yeah, sure it was simple enough to get together and play our old songs again. But yeah, like you said, a long time coming for the album.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Uh what would you say is the hardest song to perform in your discography? I mean, you guys are such a technical band. I mean, you th- sometimes even throw jazz in there. Uh, which is the most challenging song to perform?
1: For me personally, Tom Waits. I feel like I'm going to pass out every time we play it. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I figured that'd be your answer.
2: Thomas, I, I want to ask Thomas about another one. What, do you, what about The Dark Trail? uh well i mean my voice just doesn't go that high
1: anymore i'm 31 years old
2: but that's what i mean i feel like that one's the the real tough guy
1: no that song's like not hard for me to play on guitar at all
2: and like, uh, okay i see what you're saying
1: it's just like and and if i if i don't sing the crazy like falsetto thing then like it's really not that hard of a song to play and i dig that song it's just like i'd rather not like Go out on tour and and bastardize it when like you know my voice just doesn't do the same things it did when I was in my early twenties.
0: Yeah, I gotcha. That makes sense. Uh, how about you, Tim uh, and Andrew?
3: about me. Oh, Tim,
0: Tim, go first.
3: Oh man, if, if, I mean, like any song, really, is not super difficult for me as long as I you know. Uh, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> Remember my shit. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, question, you know, uh, any, any song is, is really hard for me. <laughs> any, any song. Any song we got, I have trouble with. It, you know? I'm just, that's I'm just really color. trying Now we're now, now we're talking. I'm just trying to hang on. I'm just trying to hang on. <laughs> I think yeah. that's more of a question for Andrew. Than okay. he does the most work out of us three? Uh,
2: I mean, none of them are like...
3: Uh, what's, what's, that what's that
2: intro? intro—that was just hard at the intro, but but the song as a whole is not like super difficult. What's uh, just
3: Andrew, double kick. What's just burning up your thoughts? Oh, t- cut down all the trees.
2: Yeah, that's actually the probably the one I I enjoyed like physically the least because <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just like wind sprints. Like, yep. Oh, that, that song is like wind sprints. It's yeah. a great song, but Andrew does not like playing it very much. Well oh, no let me be let's be real clear I don't like playing it in sound check. <laughs> I don't like getting burnt out in sound check. to uh, get warmed I think, up, man. We can put it in the in the set anytime. That's okay. Just don't don't make me check it.
4: Have any of you guys written a song and like written the music out for another instrument and the guy just looks at you and you go, "Oh, fuck. Come on, man. Like you want me to play this?"
1: Every song for Tim.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next, next question. <laughs>
0: uh, what would you say is, like, uh, a dream band you would like to tour with, and what's a, your favorite band that you've already uh, toured with?
1: Now that they're back together, At The Drive-In and Deftones, for sure. Oh,
0: yeah. wow, yeah, that's
4: great. I, I think that's pretty accurate for me as well.
0: How about you, Tim?
3: Oh, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. You, you spoke my
4: mind. I can understand, like, those some of those being the hardest songs to play, but I gotta ask, like, Probably the one of the hardest songs to say is FCPMSITS, look. And you guys just re- did it, uh, FCP remix.
2: Yeah,
0: it stands uh, for fuck condoms, premarital sex, is the shit, get them pregnant, get them pregnant, get them pregnant. Where did that? Uh, where did you get that song title from, Thomas? Well, what do you? What makes you think? What makes you think <laughs> it stands for? I, I, I just am a hardcore fan, and that's what the internet has told me. Well, the well,
4: internet. internet.
1: Oh, if it's on the internet, it must be true, right?
4: You mean Donald Trump is a lizard person? <laughs> Next question.
1: I, I
2: mean, I, I feel like you don't want to answer that, Thomas.
1: No, I don't. Uh, that's All right. the whole point of it the whole point yeah. of it
0: it's supposed to be a mystery okay Fair enough. <laughs> um so i also in the ama noticed that there are rumors of the 30 years war potentially re-recording the material is that is that pl- plausible
1: yeah definitely we've already we already have the drum tracks
0: oh wow, yeah it's super exciting
2: it's it's <laughs> being recorded it jesus christ uh yeah it's, it just needs to get wrapped up but it, it's coming oh. i'm at I'm at 2%, you guys, so I might drop out
0: any second. I'm sorry. Oh, no problem. Thanks uh, no, so worries. much for joining us if we do any more, you. Any
2: more
1: burning questions?
0: Um, I guess, Uh, do you want to speak a little about uh, your time with Chiodos at all?
1: Um, you know, it's something that I'm really glad that they gave me the opportunity to continue to play music and to make money playing music, and um, I had some really good times with them but like, really, it doesn't have anything to do with us. So I kind of rather stay away from that.
0: Totally. Yeah, I, I, I can't imagine it. Just would take a lot of time uh, away from this project. But um, all right. Uh, Brent, do you have any questions specifically you want to ask Thomas or anything before we lose him?
4: Uh, yeah. What would be what would you consider one of the biggest highlights of the touring process of going around city to city?
1: Um, I don't know. Getting getting to spend every day with Tim and Andrew. Quite honestly. Like, okay. Especially now, especially now, especially now, because, like, we don't see each other super often, you know, like, anymore. Because, like, I live in Detroit, Andrew lives in Portland, Tim lives in Seattle, and so, 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 going, <laughs> so going on tour, like, I just, um I look forward to, like, just seeing what's going to unfold between us three every day. And I just like spending time with the best buds. Like, really, I mean, I know it sounds cheesy and stupid, but there was so many years where I couldn't fucking stand them at all. And, like, so to be excited to, like, see them and be around them and, um, like, it, you know, and, and it makes me feel lucky to have have dudes in my life that have been with me for so long and we've done so much together and we've gotten through so much shit uh, that, I don't know, that's the most exciting part. And then the other exciting part is, like, you know, seeing people seeing people that don't live where you live, you know? Like, I have friends in lots and lots of places, and I'm always excited to see them, too.
0: Awesome. Um, and quick, before we lose you, uh, I know that uh, FCP Remix was featured on Guitar Hero 3. Did you ever play it on Guitar Hero 3 on Expert by Chance? I'm just curious, because I know... Nope. It's hard... I've <laughs> never... I've ne- played it on Guitar Hero. Ever. Oh, God. It's harder on Guitar Hero than I swear it is to play on actual guitar. On that's, X- what I, that's what I've
1: said. Like, I've watched all my friends do it, and they always want to try to get me to do it, or they used <laughs> to Yep. And, like, I was like, okay, you know, you guys play the video game, and, like, you know, I'll go get the big boy guitar, and, <laughs> you know, I could, probably, I could probably just teach you the song. It's probably a lot easier than playing it on this video game right now.
0: Uh, that's how I feel. So, no, I'm glad to get that from or straight from you. Yep. Um, so, and quick, uh, also, if we can ask you this, uh, what's your favorite, uh, studio recorded album that you guys have produced together? Okay. But hands down. Oh, f- awesome. That's great.
1: Hands down. Like not, not even a question.
0: That's so cool. Uh, how about the rest of you guys? The same, you feel the same way?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the other ones were fun for other reasons, but like, uh, this one, it feels did, like, it feels this like something we, we did really, ourselves.
1: Yeah. It feels like we really did like exactly what. We wanted to do, like, yeah. so, and 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 the songs even we did exactly what we wanted to do, and the way it sounds is exactly what we wanted to do, and so yeah, I backed the shit out of it.
0: Yeah, I love that album and I loved seeing how the song uh inside out uh developed over the over the course of time because I did see you guys on the reunion and that was one of the songs you opened with and it was like, blew my mind. And I love uh the female v- vocals on that track. It's it really brings that track to life.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I I've always been a fan of, of using um my friends that are phenomenal female musicians to uh to be on our records, you know? Like it's just something my voice can't do. So
0: yeah, totally. Um, and do you have any advice for aspiring musicians?
1: God, go to go to school. <laughs> go to what? school, get a good job and uh play music in your spare time.
3: <laughs> oh, that's not how you make it, dog. Make it. <laughs> that
1: or that or that or you know, uh follow your heart and, and but make sure you're make sure you're uh, putting in the work. Like, you know, you gotta work extremely extremely harder than you'd ever have to work at anything to even scrape by playing music you know which is what we still do and we've worked really hard
0: absolutely growing up as a kid though what was the first console you ever played uh was it like playstation sega
1: nintendo regular nintendo
0: yeah any any uh specific memories from games from that era of your life
1: donkey kong country on super nes was like
4: a super big one and so was smash tv
0: oh totally oh yeah
3: did any of you play totally rad for nintendo
4: (laughs) oh i have not heard that name in a long time
3: (laughs) totally rad was not totally rad
4: no it was (laughs) the cheesiest thing on the planet
3: you know
1: what me and Tim me and Tim really bonded in our friendship over playing uh Resident Evil like the first Resident Evil too. Oh classic. Oh, yeah. I remember like like I kind of like hit Tim up to like come over and like hang out and like jam with us but like when we really first started to make friends it was over like <laughs> us like having sleepovers and eating a bunch of sour patch kids and shit and like uh and and playing Resident Evil and like trying to get scared oh, about it. Also
2: don't don't forget like um Max Payne was pretty big for you guys too. Like, that was even, later. That was later. I know, but though. but we even like we have some songs named after stuff from Max Payne. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, those those Thirty Years War songs. Those like two of them were named. Yeah, I think there's two or three.
0: That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah Like Tears yeah. of a Green Eyed Angel, I think, and uh, yeah, so yeah.
4: Mirrors are more fun than television.
2: Yeah, yeah I mean, that, that was that, that was definitely oh, that's from that's Max cool. Payne.
4: Yeah. Oh wow! And then that's they awesome. made the movie. And it killed that franchise.
1: Yeah, it, now now I'm embarrassed about it. But at least nobody knows the references.
4: <laughs> uh, you know. Yeah.
0: Um. Do you guys foresee? I know you. you literally just wrote an album. Uh. Are you guys going to be touring that album specifically? And do you for, do you foresee writing an uh, another album in the future? Is that too early to tell? Jeez, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping them all in the podcast. Yeah, that's, that's fine. <laughs>
2: Uh, so, as far as, like, touring for that album, I mean, we'll definitely be playing s- a lot of songs from that album on the upcoming tours. Uh, we're not gonna, like, play it straight through, you know, like we did last year with Doppelganger or anything like that, but, uh, sure. yeah, I mean, definitely, like, these tours are in support of that album, as well as, like, our all of our other stuff, but, uh you know we we have something out there that we want to well like we haven't played a lot of those songs live for anybody so you know except for like our friends at our practice spot so uh it'd be pretty cool to like actually get out there and and do them live and then uh as far as another album like yeah i would love to keep doing it especially like if we can continue kind of doing it in the same format as we did this one uh jesus your toe is so fucked up tim
0: Uh, (laughs) what happened to your toe tim
2: he's dropped a thing on it. and It's just like, never, never come back. What? Oh, there goes Thomas. Oh, yep. Okay. So he dro- he dropped like a pallet or something on his, on his foot. And it just like destroyed his toe and it's never oh, come gosh. back. It's, it's uh, really gnarly. Like it's been like that for like a few years now. Oh, jeez.
0: Have you, uh, sustained any injuries on the road, uh, as a band? Like, uh, personally?
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, like I, I've definitely uh, not recently, but, like there was a period of time where I would drink like a lot and then uh just like fall over or, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that where I had some like facial wounds. Uh mm. one time actually like this is a great story, I don't think I've ever said this in an interview, but uh one like the right before the first time we went to Europe, uh I tried to, this was like a two days before maybe. I tried to walk in on Tim while he was pooping, just like as a joke. <laughs> and he, he <laughs> slammed, know? yeah, you know, like, like people do. Yeah. And, uh, he slammed the door of the bathroom that he was in, like on my hand and it just like destroyed, uh, my index finger. And then we got to Europe and, uh, I was getting into like a, this is the only time we've ever been on a bus for tour, but I was getting into the bunk. That I was in on tour and I like threw out my back kinda. So like within like three days, my, I had like a bum hand and a bum back and it was like our first time in, uh, Europe and I, I was just like, uh, you know, just a, uh, sh- in shambles, like a, <laughs> a, a shadow of like a, a full functioning human being. Uh, um, oh, but, but yeah, I like stuff like that. And, you know, just nothing like, no like, uh, major, I would say no major injuries, but.
0: Okay. And I was just curious, did you, what are like, do you have any, uh, crazy fan interaction stories or like, you ever meet any, like, super diehard fans or anything like
4: They You get a signature on their body and then get it tattooed on them. I don't think that's happened. Uh, somebody, people
2: have said they were going to do that, but that hasn't happened. I mean, people have, like, broken bones and stuff at the shows and, uh, people have gone to the hospital, like, from overheating or stuff like that, but, uh, yeah, nothing. I mean, I feel like, for the most part, people at our shows take care of each other. You know, yeah. we're, we try to be pretty good about if we see somebody hurt and we'll stop playing. Um, yeah. Somebody broke their leg in Detroit one time, I remember. And they, they oh. like, sat on the that stage. That's a, that a hyper I think he broke his leg. I don't know. I don't remember. Something way, way, like the guy's,
3: like, right in, right, in front and stopped. And we're like, oh, are you okay? Actually, He's like, yeah. And we're like, do we need to pull you out of here? And he's like, yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: Holy shit.
2: I think I think and then we had stopped in like the middle of a song and we were like uh can we finish the song? And he was like, "Yeah, that's fine." You know, <laughs> or, or something like that. Uh actually last time we were in Philly, this girl like front row passed out. She got like pulled out by security and you
0: know,
4: Jeez. so it it,
0: it happens. <laughs>
4: yeah, totally. knowing Philly, that's probably one of the safer stories from a concert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well,
2: especially, I feel like down at uh, that First Unitarian Church, that place got so hot, and, yeah, oh, it was just sh- like, I'm, I'm shocked that nobody, like, the walls would sweat in that place, I'm, I'm shocked that there weren't more people fainting, but,
4: yeah. Oh, yeah. I was at a church's concert at the electric factory, and when you left, you could see the steam pouring out, like, you probably could have powered a, you know, 1940s yeah. factory and child labor inside of it with
2: so much steam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Philly goes hard. Oh, yeah.
0: Speaking of Steam, are you guys, uh, console or PC gamers? I'm just curious uh, if you guys game much.
3: I'd prefer to play PC, but I just can't goddamn fucking afford one.
0: Yeah, they're very expensive, especially for a decent rig. Mm -hmm.
3: I mean, I'm Uh, like, I'm, I'm back, I'm back like six or seven years now. I'm, I've just finally got a PC that will run Fallout 3. Like a decent
4: resolution. Gotcha. <laughs> well, on the bright side of being backlogged, you have so many options now.
3: Yeah, no, totally. Um, and I'm like, you know, I, I, I play Morrowind. You know, my my problem with Morrowind is I get so caught up in modding it and shit, like I never actually play the game.
0: Oh my god, you're the shit. I I've spent so many countless hours in Morrowind, and yeah, the the test uh, construction kit and all of that. Oh, I, n- I know what you do. That's oh cute. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love that shit i honestly i i really i said this before to many people uh maybe even on the show but i i honestly think uh morrowind is the best elder scrolls game i've played oblivion i've played skyrim and just uh i don't know maybe it's nostalgia speaking or what but i just love that fucking game
3: (laughs) oh for sure dude As, as like a game like complete you know that's that's the one and uh if i'm gonna take gameplay into effect like i'll i'll say oblivion i mean i i kind of screwed around with skyrim a little bit on ps4 but never really got into it just because i wasn't able to fully immerse myself in the experience because of fucking map markers and shit like that uh,
0: yeah gotcha i
3: love those i love those morrowind memes like you know the difference between like morrowind and and, and Sky, like uh mission direction how like you know like uh when it comes to morrowind they're like oh uh walk northeast and maybe you'll find it on, or maybe it's the other way i don't know
0: Fuck <laughs> seriously i know it. what you mean <laughs> uh, I, I could just get lost in that game that's cool um how about you a- andrew
2: uh i am i would say i'm probably not either like i definitely don't own any consoles and uh i don't it, i i stepped away from like i used to be a pretty big into video games like i i subscribed to nintendo power and i got egm and uh, you know, I was very into it when I was younger and then, uh, I, I just kind of fell away. Like as I got more into music, it became a choice between playing music or playing video games for me. And also like, you know, doing all sorts of other, uh, stuff that probably wasn't like the most constructive use of my time either. Um, but, uh, so yeah, I, I kind of fell off for a while. Like every now and then I would go download an emulator and play like, you know, uh, I love, like, replaying the, like, classics for me, or, like, you know, Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, or, like, like I said, I love Chrono Trigger. Uh, Secret of Mana was, like, another one that I loved. Um, so, like, I, I was never, I don't know, for a while, too, like, uh, when Half-Life first came out, I was pretty big, like, into, like, all the mods for that. Like, the original Counter-Strike or, like, Team Fortress Classic I was really into. Uh, but this is all, you know, like, more than... We're talking like more than 15 years ago, probably. So, uh, yeah, at this point, like, I'm, I'm pretty much just like a mobile gamer. Although my brother, my brother told me to play Firewatch recently, and, uh, and I had another friend recommend that as well. I've also kind of been following, uh, No Man's Sky, like, and I really want it to be really good, uh, because yes. that's a game that I would love to play, but, um, I don't know, like, I feel like every time somebody tries a game that's that expansive, like it never fully accomplishes what, what they set out to do. So, uh, (coughs) yeah, that, that I I follow games like very
4: uh, infrequently.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. Just like, um, like maybe once or twice or three times a year, like I'll kind of see, Oh, where, where is gaming at? Or, uh, you know, like what's coming out that, uh, that would be interesting to me and there's always like great stuff i think you know obviously like in the last probably like six years uh or you know every year i think gaming gets better so i'm not saying like i'll never play games again but uh yeah i just i'm busy with school and then band and then uh i i don't i don't spend any time doing gaming which is sad because i remember loving it but
4: Uh, it's super enjoyable but god knows there's a lot better things you can do with your time yeah i mean i don't even
2: know if better because like i'll happily like read a book i was having this conversation with the guy that produced the album last weekend and and he was saying like you know uh for him like gaming the only time he's doing it is if the story is as good as a book that he would be reading and that's the way that he justifies it to himself he's like well if i'm you know if, if I would be reading a book right now, but instead I'm playing a game that's as good as a book would be then, you know, and I could kind of see that, but, uh, I, yeah, I just, uh, I don't. So the, the short answer is I don't play either. I am a mobile, <laughs> I'm a mobile gamer for the most part. Okay. Like oh. I said, I liked Altos and there's a game called black box that I've been, uh, really frustrated with lately.
0: Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just literally downloaded Altos, uh, just recently. So I'm going to try that out relatively soon.
2: Um, I mean, it's, you know, it's a, it's just an endless runner, but it's, it's a good one. So
0: definitely. Um, Yeah. Do you have any uh, musical questions for these guys, Bren?
4: Yeah. I mean, listening to your album, it's just so, I mean, I'm utterly and completely tone deaf. I know I have no place in music whatsoever. So I can only imagine like how physically demanding some of the music you guys play is. It just sounds like so high energy have you ever done like two shows in a night or do you have to like have, give yourself at least a full day's break? Or do you have to, like a rest period that's mandatory between like playing or between shows? Uh,
2: we've done like uh two shows in a day or like we do like a session or something that, uh, uh, like audio tree is a good example. I don't know if you're not familiar with them, but, um, Oh yeah. I am. Yeah. Like go, go play a session for somebody like that and then go play a show that night. Uh, I don't I don't ever feel like uh we need like you know more than an hour or two after like a pretty intense set to recover but uh the other guys might
0: feel differently I don't know. <laughs> sure. I know you guys just played Doppelganger back to uh, uh front to back recently. Uh yeah. how demanding is that? I mean, and you guys also played just some other classics as well like just uh before and after. Uh
2: yeah, we trying to think you know w- when we wrote that album obviously we didn't ever i never considered like the act of playing it straight through so like uh it was definitely um it was a challenge but like it, we practiced it pretty consistently for like you know a month or two leading up to it and you know once you have once you kind of know what it's going to be like it it wasn't horrible i guess is what i'm trying to say uh it's really never too bad I, You know, we've been doing it long enough that we, 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 we we know how to pace ourselves, uh, so that we're not ever like burning out. Although there, there have been shows, like I can remember a show in Germany that we did where like we had to leave the stage a couple of times because it was a, you know, pretty small room with a few hundred people in it that, and it was like, you know, the middle of summer. So it was probably like close to a hundred degrees. It's, it's those like special circumstances where it's not the music that's making us, Ah, uh, slow down more. It's more the Maybe. the environment, yeah, the venue or the you know the lack of AC or something like that. Yeah, so you know
3: we don't want to kill anybody. Yeah.
2: You know? yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't want to die either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Has there ever been a point when you've been performing you feel like I need to tap out or something because you had had like uh just either you you were just feigning yourself or something,
4: heat exhaustion or anything like that.
0: I would
2: say definitely for me, uh, and I'm sure probably for Tim, too. I mean, like I said, that that show in Germany is a pretty uh, – that's, like, the one that sticks out to me the most. But I, I know there's been shows in, like, Florida.
3: Like what, that. Where what you, was that room in New Jersey that was just so fucking hot? Do you remember that one?
2: Uh, it was, like, a cafe or something.
3: Was it called The Room?
2: No. By Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> <It> was, uh, <laughs> Yeah, right.
3: It it was some place, but man, like, you know, that that one was just
2: Yeah. It's like it it hasn't happened.
3: Like you said about a show earlier, I mean like the walls were sweating. It was just like everything just had like a fucking layer of moisture on it, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everybody everybody in the room was sharing bodily fluids by just like the sweat vapors in the air. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um so when you guys first started out as the Fall of Troy, I'm assuming you had to play a lot of like local shows. Did you start playing in like basements and stuff and then move up to bigger venues? Was it, there's like a kind of like, like building a street credit, so to speak, early on?
3: Oh yeah, you go from high school parties to basements to, you know. We played, we, we played this, was, uh, the,
2: the, the local Stockton. bar. <laughs>
3: oh,
2: what were you going to say, Tim?
3: Oh, no, I'm, I'm just going on that... uh, you know, you go like high school parties, basements, and then, and then you end up like in uh, Stockton.
2: Yeah, Stockton. <laughs> You play like, yes, like Stockton, California, or like, uh, I'm trying to think of like the Philadelphia or the Pennsylvania equivalent. Like, you play like somewhere outside of State College or something like that. Oh, uh, yeah. You're just like out in the middle gotcha. of nowhere. Uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, sure, That's exactly, the- yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it builds pretty slowly. I, we played, I mean, we would play like every weekend, you know, uh, just around like the Seattle area, whether it was like a house party or like, I was going to say, there's this b- local bar that we'd play at. It was awful. It's called the monkey trap. And it was just, uh, it was horrible, but like, you just play whatever we would play like YMCA's. I mean, we played like Thomas's high school, like, uh, assembly one time, you know, we would Yeah, so to to answer your question, yeah, you definitely play like small, crappy places, but it's fun because you you haven't done that. We, you know, we hadn't done that before. It would be hard, I think, for us now to go back and do that as much as we did at the start of the band, just because we like we we're more used to playing venues with like decent sound systems. And uh, but we played. I mean, we played a like sports bar, uh, maybe like six months ago before. Uh, one of our tours last year, like, we just played like a sports bar in Seattle on the floor. You know, uh, that's awesome. So we're not, we're not a, yeah, we're not above it by any means. We just also like, uh, you know, it it is like a business for us, and so uh, you don't get paid very well to play sports bars, unfortunately. So, uh, we we try to do the gigs where where there's at least
4: some chance of of making a little money. So, totally, yeah. Yeah, paid in uh drink coupons or. Drink vouchers. Yeah, that's I not even. That's, uh...
3: that's when it comes down to you know, like uh, you're paid in drinks when only two of the three guys drink.
0: You know? Yeah, Yeah,
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah Andrew, but all it's the, all the Cokes you want.
2: Yeah. yeah. I don't even drink. I don't even drink soda anymore. I just drink uh, carbonated water. So it's not even. That's all the Coke I want is not even a, well, they a thing. they can soda. <laughs> they got that soda water in the gun. Don't yeah, they? yeah, I guess they do. They do have soda <laughs> so water in the gun.
4: Yeah. All the, all the soda and limes I could drink. <laughs> I remember I did a uh, stand up in college and we went to a local bar and they would give us like beer coupon, like everyone gets a free beer if you perform, but only one, like most of us didn't drink, so one guy would just get shit faced and then the rest of us would just try and waste 25 uh, minutes in front of, you know, four people in the crowd.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the, you get it. <laughs> that's, that's the move.
4: Yep.
0: Cool. Well, I really can't thank you guys enough for joining us. Uh, Let me just see, uh, do we have any... Is there anything uh, you would want to say to aspiring musicians yourselves? I know we got to hear from Thomas.
2: Uh, I mean, people always ask us, you know, like, what advice would you give to, like, musicians that are just starting out or whatever? Honestly, like, the number one thing is just practice. Like, whether you're practicing... Getting better at your instrument or getting better at writing songs or, uh, you know, getting better in your creative process. Like the people who I see succeed, uh, are the people that put in like countless hours, um, you know, refining their, their craft. And like it sucks because, well, it doesn't suck, but, um, it takes time. It just takes like a lot of time. Like Tom, I think Thomas forgets too and he doesn't always, he doesn't always say this when it's brought up, but like Thomas played guitar like all day, every day for years, you know, he's like naturally very talented, but there was like thousands of hours that went into him being, you know, the guitar player he is today. And like, you know, definitely for Tim and I as well, like there's probably less time spent on our respective instruments. Just, I mean, I would, I don't think Tim or I would tell you like, we're the most amazing, bass player or drummer uh like we we can get it done we know what we have to do to get it done but to, for anyone who's like you know out there wondering like how do i get to be at a professional level or anything it, it, there's no shortcuts just like you got to spend as much time as you can practicing and if that means like living in a shitty apartment with you know four other people and sleeping on the couch maybe that's what you have to do uh I, I don't. I've never seen any way around that for <laughs> for lasting success. Like you might, you might have like a brief, you know, momentary thing where you you are doing well uh, with no practice. But anyone that I've seen stick around spends just a lot of time doing what they want to do. So yeah, just practice. I, s- I said practice a lot, but <laughs> <laughs> it's
4: all great about advice. True.
2: Yeah.
4: Do you have any advice for aspiring magicians?
2: <laughs> I mean, I would assume I don't know much about magic. Uh, no, They'll
4: give up your secrets. <laughs> there you go. Don't do that dove shit.
0: I guess this will be our final question. What would you say uh, is the funniest thing that's ever happened to you while out on tour?
4: Oh, uh, I don't know. Breaking your hand while trying to scare the poop out
2: of Tim? I mean, that, I don't know if that was that funny. <laughs> it, 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 it's funny it's funny now but uh i'm trying to think like i know there's been times where i've just like been doubled over laughing but when i think of tour like i honestly like it's a pretty it's very monotonous a lot of the time and uh just kind of a grind and there don't get me wrong like it's awesome being able to go out there and do that uh but like people forget like you know, most people go to their job for like eight hours, and then they go home. You know, on tour, like there's no going home. You just like the the hour and a half or two hours that I'm playing. That's like the reward for the other like twenty twenty three or twenty two hours of the day. So, uh, I don't know. I there's nothing that like sticks out as as super hilarious. Uh, there's a lot of really tragic moments that I remember pretty well. <laughs> Uh, you know, where like the wheels came off, like literally the wheels came off of our trailer or like, uh,
0: Oh God.
2: you know, like, um, like I, I physically assaulted Tim or, you know, something like that, where it's just like, I mean, it's, it's like kind of funny. I guess it's kind of funny now, you know, uh, <laughs> I, I know my friends laugh about it. You can, you can it.
3: take, you can take kind of out of it. It's just, it's just funny.
2: I don't uh, but oh, uh, I don't, re- but it's yeah, there's like an element of it's like a really dark comedy, you know what I mean <laughs> it's like it's not we're not talking like there's no like uh fairly brothers like slapstick here, it's just like uh like the three Stooges on the Titanic that would be like the
4: nice.
2: <laughs> you know what I mean like they're they're gonna die, they're dying for sure, <laughs> but like. They're also like you know doing the three Stooges routine on the way down those are the those are more of the moments I remember and this is from the well, this is mostly from the past I mean, yeah, so uh I don't know, Tim, do you have anything that's like very funny?
3: I mean not really I mean everything that like really like like you said gets me doubled over is in joke shit, yeah, I mean that's because, because because you make friends with these bands that you're on tour with and like you don't have any other option but to, like, either you could be the dick in the corner who never opens up and befriends any of the guys that you're like rolling around with and seeing every night, or you know you could uh,
4: get to know one each other.
3: Yeah, just get 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 swept yeah. up in it and but... and be be fucking ridiculous with each other, and and uh, pretty soon, pretty soon you're gonna be sharing something that you really can't share with anybody else because goddamn it ain't funny. Uh, it ain't funny without the context. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The the funniest stuff to me is like, and it's, it wouldn't be funny to anybody else, but it's us in the van just like making silly noises or like <laughs> saying words, words that aren't words, like squail. When, like, like, <laughs> you know.
3: when, like, when the psychosis really starts to kick in. Yeah.
2: Off. Yeah. When you
4: hit that delirious stage.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And And I usually feel pretty bad for like our crew because they don't have like, you know, the, 15 years of, like, friendship behind it. Usually, like, we are touring with people who we've known for, like, you know, not that long. So Tim and Thomas and I will be, like, just, like, killing. Maybe something was, like, slightly funny, and we will just, like, run it into the ground. And I know it, like, bugs the shit out of everybody around us. But, like, (laughs) it's just, like, it's what we do when we're in the van for, like, six hours. You just... uh, Sometimes, like, there's no music even going. Like, we are just literally just being awful like the most <laughs> the most annoying like three-year-old like i said like the word squale was was like a big hit last tour like, <laughs> like who
3: was that who started squale? you guys make a song called squale.
2: yeah we should have put a maybe on the next album we'll call something i just
3: right.
2: i think it was me but i just i just misspoke i like I, all I was, I was trying to say on a scale from one to ten but i said squale.
3: I don't know. Simple <laughs> so as that. That that was an infection on the tour. It 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 spread and it didn't go away. Yeah. It's that STD that we all took. Away
4: <laughs> yeah. The, uh, I was gonna say if that's <laughs> the only infection of the tour, you're doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're laughing,
3: you're laughing, but I have to live with Squail every day.
0: <laughs> oh.
4: Yeah. <laughs> every time you have to take a piss, you think of Squail.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, it was seriously a pleasure uh, speaking with you. Um, let's uh, plug your Twitter handle. Uh, do, I, do you guys have individual Twitter handles, or do you want to plug uh, the Fall of Troy's?
2: We can just do the Fall of Troy's. I don't. If people want to take the take the time to find us individual, I don't think Tim's on Twitter. But yeah, you know think. what? You know what? I just I took more time just now saying that than it would to take my plug my Twitter handle. My <laughs> my tw- my Twitter handle is at Andrew Wins. And the band's Twitter handle is at the fall of Troy. That's basically all of our social media is uh, at the fall of Troy and all of my social media is at Andrew wins. So
3: Andrew, is uh, that with an S or a Z?
2: That's with an S. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, buddy.
3: That's
4: all right. <laughs> all right. If you made it in the nineties, it'd be a Z, maybe two X's. <laughs>
0: well, I really can't thank you guys enough for joining us on our program. Uh, please tell Thomas we said goodbye. Um, and thanks again.
4: Awesome.
2: Thanks. Thanks for having us. And I, I also want to say like, yeah, our, our newest album is free, but also like just go download our, go steal our older albums. Like who gives a <laughs> shit? Uh, you know, yeah. like if you like it, you'll buy it, but I would way rather you just download it and listen to it. So if you don't have the old stuff and you don't have Spotify or something, just go torrent it. Who cares? Uh, yeah. Thank you for having us. Yeah, it's great.
0: And I highly to recommend our listener do just that. Uh, go check out all their older material. I've been listening to it for years. I'm a huge fan. And especially go check out the new album. Okay, it's absolutely free and amazing. So if you like our show, please give us a like on Facebook and Twitter. Our handles: abt silence. And we also do some streaming over at Twitch.tv/slash abt silence. So give us a follow there too if you're into Twitch streaming. But thanks for listening. If you did, tell some friends if you enjoy the show, and we'll see you next week.
2: See ya. Awesome. All right. Take care, dudes.